some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Thank you, Rick Regan. And we are live on Game Plus Television across all 10 Canadian provinces on TV. 31 U.S. states on TV, including Florida. And we're on the radio in Atlanta. We're Atlanta's NHL show on uh, WQE. Shout out Ryan O Radio. I checked in a couple times. We're sounding tickety-boo on WQE, the key. And I thank Ryan for that. And the moose. Joins us uh, as we say we are on podcast form and live streaming as well on YouTube. Got some good numbers there today. Um, it's a football Friday. I hope everybody is enjoying the program as much as I am. I hope you are, Moose. I hope people are ready to just not coast into the weekend. Coasting. I hate the word coasting. Uh, I don't know if you saw my commentary near the end of hour one about career versus family and Kyle Dubas. I want to get your thoughts on the breaking news of the day. Your thoughts again on Kyle Dubas and the Toronto Maple Leafs parting ways. Because earlier in the week, I asked you what you would do if you were MLSC or, or uh, Brennan Shanahan. And you said you'd keep him, Dubas, but you'd let go Sheldon Keefe. That was your take. Um, we've had some fun topics in the air here. Arlen Bruce the third checking in on our my question, which was the quasi-secondary question, poll question today. What's the greatest yeah. CFL uniform? And I kind of felt like right now, but of course, the audience of this show is like a kindergarten class. It's like herding cats. So all of a sudden, they're talking 90s teams. They're talking the freaking 1994 Minnesota North Stars. I, not really what I meant. But Arlen Bruce checks in and says, Hamilton Tiger Cats 2009 Golds. I'm saying the current Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Royal Blue and Sand, that's my fave. That's just me. Moose's is the Toronto Argonauts double blue, and people have kind of run away with it, and I like that. Um, We're going to get to some Stanley Cup playoff talk, even though it is a football Friday. Um, But we've got big news from Woody's RV World. I want to tell you this. Russ is such a great guy over there. He's Calgary-based. He came down to Ace Casino. We met with him. He looks more like a pro football player than an RV salesman. Just saying. Very athletic. Kind of reminds me of, uh, well, a lot of the former pro football players I used to work with. I think I wouldn't want to mess with Russ. And he has decided this is what we're going to do. If you buy, buy an RV at Woody's RV World, they're going to throw in a free ticket on our bus trip presented by Woody's RV World at Engelheim for the June 24th game, Saskatchewan and Calgary. You buy a spot. Well, first you got to buy an RV and who's not going to do that. And uh, by the way, Swerve, it's been funny. He writes in and says, it's stressful knowing I can't afford an RV. We were talking about stress and how stress seems to have taken down Kyle Dubas. And trust me, I got it. I get it. Stress, stress took me down. And I dealt with it in a very unhealthy way. I get it. 
But back to this. Come watch the Riders and Stampeders in Calgary, June 24th with us. And if you buy an RV at Woody's RV World, you'll automatically get a BOGO deal on our bus trip. So there you go. Oh, Allie in Texarkana writes in and she says, uh, welcome to the dark side, Darren. It took me a second, <laughs> but then I realized you're wearing a Dallas Stars shirt and you got a Dallas Stars flag behind you. Do you want to tell our viewers in 60 seconds or less why you're doing that? Yeah, I had a little overnight trip in Dallas and uh, they gave me the, uh, the full treatment. Uh, stayed at uh, the official uh, hotel of the Dallas Stars and Mr. Gallardi... Uh, uh, runs all the businesses down there, the whole deal, the Dallas Stars, the uh, the hotels, the bars, the everything. And so I had a care package waiting for me when I pulled up, when I got to the airport, and my ride was there, and uh, met my friend Cole, got to spend some time with him, and I'm all decked out in all the Stars gear, and they can't wait for the day that we bring the show to Dallas. So uh, lots of good things happening uh, right yeah. now uh, in my little 12-hour layover in Dallas. They've been asking a lot to get the show to Dallas, and I'd like to make that happen. Uh, by the way, so are you cheering for the Stars forever or just while they're still playing? Well, Rod, believe it or not, I do listen when you speak. I do learn a thing or two from you. How about that? It's never a bad idea to cheer for the people who treat you well. So, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for listening. I am loyal to the teams that are good to me. And back of the day, the teams that are paying me. Yes. Uh, Steve out of North Dakota. Speaking of all that, and people are chiming in on the CFL streaming and CFL Plus deal announced today. Trust me, we'll come back on that. Just... Phil, we're getting there. Steve out of North Dakota writes it and says, Greetings and no hallucination from sunny 13 degree Fahrenheit. Minot, North Dakota. Did you enjoy the Timex watch party? You know he's got a sense of humor, and I think it's a bad one. Stephen in North Dakota. We uh, actually chatted on the phone last night, and I don't think many of his jokes are funny, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, so we were going. I was going to the watch party, and I had a blast here in Fort Lauderdale, and I met a lot of great people. I sat with a lot of friends of mine that are. Florida Panthers season ticket holders, and they're looking around. Like, had to be over a thousand people there, and they're like, "We've never seen these people before, ever." But they don't care. It's it's the thing to do. It's the bandwagon. I've told these stories eight million times, but we were in four Grey Cups, the Canadian Football Championship, in my time in a span of a decade. And at these great cups, there were Saskatchewan Rough Riders fans as far as the eye could see. And a year before that, they probably weren't, <laughs> you know, but it was the thing to do. Like I was walking down the street in downtown Edmonton, 2010 great cup. Bunch of guys in rider jerseys. I'm like, hey, where are you from? They're like, Cambridge, Ontario. Rider fans? This week we are. Hey, okay, sell them the jerseys. I almost bought a hat last night, but it was $38. I'm like, eh, I can get this cheaper somewhere else. But anyways, the watch party was fine. Um, I enjoyed as much the hockey game as I did the people watching. And I don't want to say who, but one of the people I was with said, oh, you don't go out in Fort Lauderdale. Out, out. Like Johnny Athens says, do you come out after midnight? 
No, I don't come out after 9 o'clock, bro. So in Fort Lauderdale last night, I'm like, I'm kind of getting an eyeful of what goes on when the sun goes down. And my friend that I was with, whom you know, he was like, um, you ain't seen nothing. He's like, this is the most normal people you're going to see in Fort Lauderdale on a Thursday night at 11 o'clock. I said, I'm good with it. <laughs> I don't need to see more. Um, poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group is, who is leading the Con Smythe candidate race right now? And our options are Jack Eichel of the Golden Knights, Joe Pavelski of the Dallas Stars, Sebastian Aho of the Carolina Hurricanes, or Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers. Just so you know, Kachuk leading the, leading the poll on Twitter with 70% of the vote. He scored the winner last night in quadruple overtime. And uh, he's leading for the Florida Panthers, who are up one game to none. What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? Chucky. Oh, 81% Chucky. I, they deferred to me as the Florida Panthers guy as to who would be their rep in this poll. Moose said if Bob was an option, you'd vote for Bob. But he's not. So who did you say That's you right. were going to vote for? Who would you say I you were going to vote for? I voted for Chucky. I voted for Chucky. Well, there you go. Right. They're not this far without either one of them. You know, it's a, it's a, it's... We like to make people think. Um, Sean O'Neill watching in the, on YouTube says, I think Bob deserves the Con Smythe as of now. Cool. There's no wrong answer to this. I'll be interested to see how this all pans out. From uh, Key Auto Group is the presenting sponsor of our poll question daily. When you buy with Key Auto Group, they are with you from start to finish, offering you the top-tier service you deserve, all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. Uh, as I said last night, told my friends, you didn't know the old me. I would have been carried out of this place back in the day, but spent the next day apologizing, so I don't miss those days. But funny how things all tie together. The voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans, is getting considerable kudos for calling that game alone last night. I don't know how he does it. I've called hundreds of games alone and I hated it. But he does it for the Florida Panthers and his voice was as strong on that winning goal by Kachuk with 13 seconds left in the fourth overtime as it was at the start of the playoffs. Ain't easy to do. But when I called the game that went four overtimes, it was on TSN, Lethbridge, Regina in 1996. I couldn't get out to go to the bathroom, Moose, so I was taking a leak in the garbage pail in the back of the broadcast booth. Speaking of making apologies the next day, <laughs> I had to do it there. How about that? 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain. Do me a favor in whatever struggles you're in right now, folks. Beautiful. Visualize a positive outcome. That's what I've been doing a lot lately. Um, so, to the CFL chatter, Tim Capper has joined us from Montreal, and he has entered the chat. 
I got to go back here and find his. Here's Tim Capper from the Alternative podcast. They cover the Montreal Alouettes. He said, Rod, while I love the idea of CFL Plus, when was the last time the Grey Cup wasn't on U.S. broadcast television? For those that don't know and just joined, the Canadian Football League announcing they're furthering their commitment to fans by providing free access to more games than ever before. A verified email is all you need to unlock the league's first ever live streaming platform, CFL Preseason Live and CFL Plus. The full slate of preseason games this year will now be accessible to fans. In the United States, CBS Sports Network and CFL Plus will split broadcasting duties, while the online platform will also deliver the full season to all fans outside of North America. Um, as you know, Darren, and uh, our viewers do too, I've been coming to the States for a long time at, you know, when the CFL season ended, spending the winter here, but it was in Arizona for a long time. And a lot of my friends there were watching the games on ESPN or ESPN2, whomever was airing it at the time. It was a good thing. My guess is the CFL is thinking right now that, well, if you bought a streaming package all year in the States, what's one more game for the Grey Cup? I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know how they think. I know how they used to think, but I don't know how they think anymore. That's why we don't have a real close association. I'm sitting here going, I'm happy that I can get every game. I'm happy. That's how I'm looking at it. If I'm paying all year to stream it on CFL Plus in the States, what's one more week to do it for the Grey Cup? Do you not think that's what they're thinking, Moose? Yeah, and I think there's going to be, you know, the opportunity for the Grey Cup to still be on, you know, cable television and available on the main network across, you know, all of the United States. They're going to see how this goes. You're telling me if this goes well and the numbers are good and they're happy and they say, look, we want to put the playoffs and the Great Cup on here. We want these games on the network. The CFL is going to say no. No. The deal will be open for that. So, um, and, and at worst case scenario, it's going to be available on the stream. So I think it's a win-win. I really think it's a good thing. You've got to look at why this is good for the league instead of always trying to figure out why it's bad. You know, and there's some real positivity here. Uh, around this platform and this is just the beginning now that you've established a platform you can see how it goes and this opens up other content um, ideas and opportunities to expand the platform i'm trying to be positive about the cfl in certain ways work with the cfl like the fan bus that we're running saskatchewan and calgary so you just put it very well. I don't want to look at why this is bad. Um, I don't know. I look at the people that are ripping the ever-loving you-know-what out of the NHL, and I can name them. Ryan Whitney, Spittin' Chicklets, Bob Stoffer, the Oilers color guy. Uh, it's not a short list of people that are ripping the NHL for various things or ripping ESPN. What does Whitney say? They don't give an F about the NHL. I don't really want to be that guy. But that's what gets all the reaction, Moose. <laughs> Have you noticed that? That's what gets... I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I want to work with the CFL because I watch every game. I go to as many games as I can. And I love the league. Do I think the Grey Cup should be on national television in the States? Yes, I do. I'm sure they tried. Anyways, Moose may or may not be back later this hour that's his decision but when we come back we got a guy that works at the national hockey league the cfl the ohl 
the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the Canadian Premier League, AJ Jackie from Ottawa. So thanks, Moose. We'll see you later. And AJ will respond to all of these things, including the firing of Kyle Dubas when we return. We're live. Canada's daytime sports talk show is right here on the Game Plus Television Network. We're Atlanta's NHL show on the radio, WQEE. Of course, we're in podcast and streaming. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Huge day in sports on this Friday out of the NHL. Kyle Dubas is out as general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The team said today, quote, they're parting ways with a 37-year-old executive. The Leafs won a playoff series for the first time in nearly two decades this spring when they defeated Tampa Bay in round one, but then bowed out to Florida in uh, round two. And from the CFL, the BC Lions announced today that the club has signed a new two-year contract partnership with Chorus Entertainment to keep the club's radio broadcasts on AM 730 and across the Lions Audio Network. Returning to the booth, Bob the Moj Marjanovic and Julio Caravada to call the games. Joining us to talk about all these things is our good friend A.J. Jakubic. He's a busy guy. Joins us from the nation's capital, voice of the Red Blacks, host of the Senators, voice of the 67s. I won't go through it. We only got 20 minutes. A.J., were you surprised by the Kyle Dubas news today? Not really. Maybe a little surprised on the wording uh, of, of the press release because when you listen to him talk last week or earlier this week, I should say, it, it certainly sounded like it might be his decision uh, if he was coming back or not, uh, that, that he sounded like a guy that was burnt out. So um, we'll, we'll see what the Leafs do. And, and you knew there was going to be change and major change when they just didn't get the job done, especially the way they bowed out in round two to the Florida Panthers. So uh, I don't know what the answer is there. Um, you, you look at their forwards and, you know, I, I thought Ray Ferraro said it best, guys that kind of go to the puck and not through it, guys that go to the line and not through it. And when your core guys uh, are all kind of cut from the same cloth, uh, I, I'm curious to see what they do and if they move one of them in the off season. Gretzky said it last night on TNT as well. They at least got a bunch of players on milk cartons, i.e. they disappeared. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good point. But then the Leafs are looking for a new head coach. Uh, then, too, you would think, right, with Sheldon Keefe. Well, and I wonder if that was part of the deal that, uh, you know, Kyle Dubas, he, he's a very loyal guy. I know him going back to his days in the Sioux when he worked with Sheldon Keefe. So if maybe they didn't like his plan, uh, whether it was – with the core guys, with the head coach, then, then maybe that's part of the reason that he's not back as well. Uh, we're going to get to the CFL, and AJ is the voice of the Red Blacks, but I guess the biggest news is the ownership of the Senators. I'm kind of tired of it sitting out here. Are you tired of it? Like, what's, what's the, that Brian Reynolds situation was one big, uh, you know what, wild goose chase. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a wild goose chase because I, I know there is genuine interest from Ryan Reynolds. 
to own the Ottawa Senators. I, I'm told he's still talking to at least one of the groups. Now, I was also told by the same source that I, I wouldn't bet on any kind of marriage, but maybe that's part of the reason why this is taking so long because typically when you talk to people that are familiar with you know sales of of, of major franchises in major leagues you know when you have a bidding process you, you should be able to find out uh generally pretty quick but the, the fact that we're still waiting here leads me to believe okay are they trying to marry some of these groups are they uh you know could there be a merger between the groups uh you know we found out today that donovan bailey is going to be part of the nico sparks group which includes snoop so uh there, there's a lot of jockeying for position should know for sure at some point next week but yeah i, I think there's no doubt ottawa senators fans they want to know who the owner is going to be and uh then you know they can start looking at some of the big issues addressing this franchise uh whether it's off the ice with a new arena whether it's going to be downtown whether they stay in canada and on the ice with the direction of the hockey club uh does the gm stay does the does the head coach stay what do you do with a guy like alex to who's one year away from unrestricted free agency so a, a lot of question marks surrounding this franchise on and off the ice right now but until the ownership is solved uh it, it's hard to know which direction they're going to go you were nice enough to bring me on your radio show. I think it was a week ago today, and I really enjoyed it. And I want to return the favor and talk about all those things and more. We talked about the Panthers there. Here, let's talk about the Ottawa Red Blacks. My good friend, 57-year-old Bob Dice, taking over a Canadian Football League team for the first time. He's been a CFL lifer. Twice he's been a head coach on the interim and done good things. Is he going to be the guy to restore the Red Blacks to prominence in the Canadian Football League? I think so. Uh, you, you can just tell. He commands respect. He's, uh, as you mentioned, a CFL lifer that has done a fantastic job. I mean, one of the things we've heard, he arrived in Ottawa in 2016 at the end of the 2015 season. And that was a Red Blacks team in 2015 that won 12 games and lost in heartbreaking fashion late to Edmonton in the Great Cup in Winnipeg. And they're really good on offense. They're really good on defense. But special teams was woeful that year and bob dice came in and ever since he arrived in 2016 it was one of the best units in the league even when they've been bad the last three seasons special teams was always at or near the top of the league so he commands respect from that group i know he certainly commanded respect uh, towards the end of the season when he took over so i, I think the fact that it's his show from day one he, he's built a really good staff uh, with with really good coordinators and Kari Jones and Baron Miles. And then you look at the coaching staff, up and down, experienced guys. I mean, Corey McDermott handling special teams now. You look at Travis Moore coming in. Mike Fair is a guy with 20 years' experience in, in the NFL, and it, it goes on and on and on. So I, I, I think starting with Bob Dice, but continuing through that coaching staff, this looks like a group that should be able to turn things around. I think the roster's better, but, you know, the, the all-important question is, quarterback and and the health of jeremiah masoli i'm not even sure he's going to be ready to start the regular season i don't think he's going to play in the preseason at all so look, look he's still doing drills right now and and looks pretty good but until he's able to actually go on the field and show that he can be the guy again it, this might be nick arbuckle's team at least to start the season so definitely that's the biggest question mark going into the season but uh i don't have any question marks when it comes to uh, bob dice as the head coach of the ottawa red blocks no i don't either and for bobby's sake i want them to do well but i don't expect a lot out of the ottawa red blacks 
in year one under him and year two under Sean Burke. Convince me why I'm wrong and why you're optimistic. Well, I think they're a playoff bubble team. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to win 12 games and win the Great Cup, but I do think they're a a playoff bubble team. I think the East is wide open. I I would say Hamilton and Toronto one and two, and, you know, Edmonton, sorry, uh, Ottawa battling with, uh, with Montreal for the third spot, along with maybe Edmonton and Saskatchewan and whoever might be uh, in play for a crossover from the West. So I, I think they're going to be competitive. Um, they, they've built, they, they've really built themselves in the trenches. Lorenzo Malden's the best pass rusher they've ever had. And they got him locked up after he won defensive player of the year last year. Uh, they've really prioritized the offensive line. Last year, Jacob Ruby, they brought in and he was an all-star. Uh, Drew Desjardins is a player that, was a really strong member of the Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers before trying his hand at the NFL. Didn't cut it with the New England Patriots, so he's back, and he'll anchor that line along with Ruby, and they've drafted three guys in the last two years in round one and then 10th overall, uh, guys that could start on the offensive line as, as well. So to give you an example, Hunter Stewart, who was a starter last year and a veteran in the Canadian Football League, right now he's probably going to be a backup on the offensive line. So I I think one guy, and and you'll be pleased to know this, uh, Shaq Evans has come in because he's dealt with some major injuries, but healthy a few years ago. He's one of the best receivers in the league. He looks fantastic. So if if he can continue to be healthy, uh, along with Jalen Acklin, Justin Hardy's a guy that played five years in the NFL and I thought had a real good rookie season last year. So they've got some pretty good receivers. They're deeper in the secondary. I just think they're better everywhere on their roster. So between that and, and, and again, just having a, a, a fresh voice as head coach of this football team, I think it's worth a few more wins. It better be worth some more home wins because there's no doubt that's been the issue uh, the last few years. They've only won one of their last 24 at TD Place. I appreciate our uh, Rod squad, the audience chiming in. Ryan McCarthy in New York State says, former New York Jet Lorenzo Malden. Glad to see he's excelling in the CFL. From John Ohm, he says, I played touch football with Bob Dice. Great guy. Swerve in Calgary says, could a CFL team beat Alabama or Georgia? It's a fun debate that we don't have time for here today. (laughs) I'll say no. Yes or no. I'll say no as well. Yes or no. Okay, no, they can't. Yeah, I'll say no as well. It's just, and it depends on the rules, right? I think one of the things people forget about the Canadian Football League is if they come up and play Canadian rules, there are players that are tailor-made for the Canadian Football League that that play positions that might be undersized in the NFL but are tailor-made because of the bigger field. So, you know, smaller smaller linebackers, for example, uh, at, at you got guys like Avery Williams, five foot nine, 185 pounds, and he's flying around there as a middle linebacker, and, and he's been one of the best in the league. So it's just you, you can't really compare apples to apples because this is a league, much like European hockey. There's certain guys over there that have more success than guys that have had long careers in the NHL because they're tailor-made to the European game. Uh, it's interesting you say that. Uh, Allie in Texarkana is watching. She says, I wish they would. I think she's saying she wishes they play. It's an age-old discussion. My good friend Chris Jones, who coached at Alabama, will tell you no matter where they play, the CFL team will win. 
Paul Lapolis has told me if you played it in a CFL stadium, the CFL team would win if you, with CFL rules. And if you played it in the States with American rules, the, the, college, the best college team would win. But uh, anyways, I didn't mean to go down that road. But where I do want to go down to end this is I was on a show. It was in Michigan the other day with Big Lou Gamelin. And he asked, how is the state of the CFL? And I said, I don't really know. I'm not on the front lines anymore like I was, but they're playing, so I got to assume it's good. AJ, you're in it. How would you answer that question? Because we've had those debates for years, you and I. How's the state of the CFL today as they get set to kick off a new season? It's a great question. I mean, look, they survived the pandemic when I think a lot of people were concerned that they would, when they didn't even play a year, and then a shortened season the next year, and you know, even within the short season, there were certain places, especially in the east, where crowds were were limited to twelve or fifteen thousand, depending on where you were playing. So they were able to get through that. They got through a full season last year. Um, I, I think as long as you've got a decent television contract in, in this country, the CFL is going to be able to survive. But clearly, they're looking at different ways to grow the league uh, with demographics problems. One of the things I don't know if you saw that Angus Reid poll a few months ago but just you know that was interesting because it seemed like at least from a demographic standpoint it had flatlined uh, under 55 is a problem but it's no bigger problem for example 18 to 34 than it is 35 to 54 so at least that gives me hope that it, it, it's not like it's off a cliff and continually going down from say 35 to 54 to 18 to 34 so there are issues in the league uh, quarterbacking is is one thing that, uh, especially with two other leagues, the USFL and the XFL competing for talent, that, uh, you know, this league, the product's always good as long as the quarterbacks are really good. So hopefully they can continue to, uh, you know, produce some really good quality quarterbacks in this league. And if that's the case, then I think uh, that, along with a decent television contract, is enough to at least uh, keep it around for a long time. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I have incidents in my life even now that come up that just my heart just turns to a block of ice like <gasps> you know and the second i saw that angus reed poll results that said one in nine canadians identifies themselves as a cfl fan that should turn cfl people especially the head office their heart to a block of ice that should scare the living bejeepers out of them because i'd love to know what the poll would be ask those nine canadians if they're hockey fans or nhl fans you know what the answer I, I, my guess would be about 80 percent don't you think? Uh, it's uh, I, they had that information in there. If if you looked a little bit what deeper, was it? it wasn't as uh, it was under fifty percent. Because remember, they're not asking just sports fans; they're asking the average person, right? And I guess you know we're yeah. in our world where sports, hey, it, it unites people like like nothing else. But you know there are a lot of people that that don't like sports for whatever reason. I don't understand those people, but uh, hey, they're all they're all entitled to their opinions, right? We don't talk to them. They asked, they pulled people that AJ and I don't even know, but we wouldn't even talk to. All right, buddy, keep in touch. Let's do it again soon. Always a pleasure. Time to hunt. The, you betcha. Let's go, Pan Let's go, Panthers. The great AJ Jackovic joining us from the nation's capital, all the way to the Stanley Cup. Uh, I don't know if Moose is coming back or not, but you've got me for sure for the next 25 minutes till we close this thing out today. So fire it up. It's just us, 902-518-3033.
the number to text. Of course, you can always reach us in the streaming. We'll get to your questions down here. And by the way, Ali in Texarkana says, just to clarify her statement, she says, I wish they would play, and I wish the CFL team would win. I get tired of Bama. LOL. Let's have some fun. Let's hear from you people. When we come back, we're live on Game Plus Television. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. Of course, we're in podcast and streaming. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just $9.99. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fast X. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just $9.99. Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. I'll tell you, they are buzzing uh, where I reside. Florida Panthers up 1-0 in the Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Final. The Miami Heat up one game tonight in the NBA Eastern Conference Final. Game two is tonight in Boston. Heat up one game tonight. Blue Jays home to the Baltimore Orioles opening a weekend set there today. I should run through this whole schedule. Game one of the Western Conference Final in the NHL opens tonight. Dallas at Vegas, 8.30 Eastern. The Western Hockey League Championship could be decided tonight. It's Winnipeg at Seattle. TSN has it. Thunderbirds up three games to one. And at the Centennial Cup, the National Junior A Hockey Championship, which we love so much, two quarterfinals today, Collingworth, Ontario versus Ottawa, Ontario, and Yarmouth versus Portage. The winners will advance to play Brooks and Battlefords tomorrow. The sports update is for Transformer. Rise of the Beasts in theaters June 9th, returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers around the world, Transformers Rise of the Beasts will take audiences on a 90s globetrotting adventure with the Autobots and produce a and introduce a whole new breed of Transformer, the Maximal. In theaters June 9th, Transformer Rise of the Beast. Producer Clark tells me that indeed Darren Moose DuPont is here. And uh, Darren was very excited when he was here in South Florida last week. He saw they've named a street after him, DuPont Road in uh, Fort Lauderdale. This is quite interesting. Who, who opened up the can of worms? Would a, it was Swerve in Calgary. Would a CFL team beat Alabama or Georgia, two of the best U.S. college football teams? Um. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, "Do and I'm putting, I'm reading this to you, Darren, because I want your opinion. You're the football guy, more so out of the two of us." He says, "Do people?" Jeff, the Stams fan, says, "Do people really think Georgia or Alabama would beat a CFL team? There's no way. No matter what rules or what field they play on, you're comparing amateur boys to professional men." From Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame, he says, "CFL teams would beat U.S. college teams and crush most." Pros versus youngsters, even though 
college teams could have several quality players. CFL players were top players on their college teams. There's more, and I'll get to that. Um, yeah, I'll get to your rider questions in a second. Thank you, Leanne. But you want to take a swing at this pinata moose that they've put out here on this football Friday? <laughs> I do. I do. You know, I love the people who – I love the debate. I really do. And it's, it's totally fictional because we have no idea, um, even if you put it in a video game. Um, the thing is, is it's like 1%. It's such a – like less than 5% of college football players even have a sniff of playing professional ball, right? So in the CFL, you have like the 1%. In the NFL, you have the 0.1%, right? Like it is so hard to make it to pro ball. So, yes, the CFL – should beat college football teams. It's the Alabamas and the Georgias, like literally the top 1% of college teams, number one or number two in the country, would be the only teams that would have a shot. Um, I think Alabama or Georgia of recent years would give a CFL team a real run for the money. That would be a great game. I think it would be a really good hmm. game. I really do. But uh, for the most part, no. CFL teams should beat college football teams, hands down. Michael Wynn checking in from Winnipeg, just saying happy May long, everyone. Runs the Sporting Good uh, store there in Winnipeg. Thank you, Michael. Good guy. We'll never know, of course, but we came close one time. And I'm sorry, I just got to go back into my, ha my past. People like the stories here. It's, a, it's not my past per se, but and I apologize if I got the years wrong a little bit here, but in the 90s, when New Kids on the Block were hot and Backstreet Boys, I'd get out your turtleneck and gold chain, Moose. The Regina Rams junior football program were smashing everybody, smashing everybody in Canada in the junior football. So much so that their coach... Frank McChrystal, whose nickname is Slick, was openly challenging the U of University of Saskatchewan Huskies coach, Brian Towers to play a game. Let's meet and let's play. Of course, Towers had no, nothing, no reason to win. If you win, you're supposed to. If you lose, holy spit. Yeah. He didn't even acknowledge Frank. But that was, the, that was the debate. Could this, the best junior team by a mile in Canada, beat the local university football team, and it never happened. But a couple of years later, that Rams team went to university football. And if you remember, do you know what their record was the first year? I don't. wasn't good, though. 0-8. 0-8, and, eight. Yeah. Oh and, eight, and they weren't close. Oh, they got no. killed by every team in university football. Every team, 0-8. Oh so, in this vein... I, I, I misanswered. I said, no, the CFL team couldn't beat those two. Yes, they could beat those two. And we'll never really know the answer. There's a story from where it was close to happening, and it didn't happen. Like, they, they weren't even close. But I go to Fort Lauderdale here, 13th-ranked high school team in all of America. Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs spoke to them in their locker room about motivation and uh, life goals and those I kind of think they might beat a Canadian university team. Sorry. These guys are beasts. Physical beasts. 
but probably if they played, they wouldn't win. But I'd like to see that game too. Garrett Mathiason writes in and says, how about the Rams' second year, Rod? How about it? We're not talking about the second year. <laughs> We're talking about the first year. Because then now they've got the time to make the adjustments and tweak their roster. How was their second year? They brought in Daryl Leeson. That might have been the year that they went to the Vanier Cup, but they had a freaking quarterback who was older in university football than all the CFL quarterbacks. We're not talking about the second year. Anyways, what? That's called, I think, in the recovery world, redirection. Or out in the street, bait and switch. Don't try and distract me. I'll eat your lunch. Leanne, by the way, writes in, long-time caller uh, to my former radio show, and she says, Hi, Rod. I was really hard on Jeremy O'Day last season, but I will give early kudos to the promising linemen he brought in on both sides of the ball and fresh, new, faster receivers, cautiously optimistic. Here's what I'll say about that. We, he's talking about the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who I feel has a lot to prove in his role. Um, go back last hour, Taylor, or uh, Leanne, we had Taylor Shire on live from Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp, and he said everybody looks good now. So I'm glad that you're cautiously optimistic. I'm a little more realistic with it. Anyways, we'll be back with overtime right after this with the Moose. So get your questions in for both of us, 902-518-3033. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right. Yes, uh, I'm in one studio, the Florida studio. Moose is back home in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And let's bring him in. Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Stanley Cup playoffs. And by the way, Big uh, John in Edmonton writes in and says, I just got to read this. Did you talk about CFL Plus for international and USA fans and CFL preseason live? Yes, John, about five times today. You're welcome. Hot damn. Folks, if you're buying an RV, and who isn't, make it Woody's RV World. And we've sweetened the pot. Not we. I can't take credit for this. Woody's RV World has. Russ over there. They're doing buy one, get one. Woody's would like to bring you and a loved one or a friend on our football road trip on them. Purchase an RV at Woody's, any one of their locations. And if you buy a ticket to join us on the football road trip, Woody's will buy you an additional ticket. Bring your best bud, your kid, your significant other. Heck, even bring grandma. You can get your tickets now at rodpeterson.com. Stop into Woody's RV World for details. 
Rhino Radio writes in and says, another great RP show. Thank you, Rhino Radio. By the way, there will be no show Monday. Might as well tell you that now. It's a national holiday in Canada. So consider yourself told. Thank you, Ryan. Please and thank you. Uh, we have text messages here. Larry Sweet is watching the show in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and he's written in and says, uh, Rod, tell Moose that with him moving to Toronto, hopefully he'll be attending Argonauts games. If so, would love to meet him when I come north to visit Chris. His son Chris is the offensive line coach of the Argos. Argos. Is your mind getting blown, Moose, with all the sporting opportunities and options that there are there in the GTA? It's going to be something else. And, yes, I will go to Argos games. So look me up. My social media is very open and public and easy to find. What does Dion say? I ain't hard to find. So uh, hit me up with a DM, and uh, you can buy me a coffee. We can meet at the game. Whatever it takes, uh, we're good. How about that? Ryan in Toronto says, I'd love to see a Panthers versus Stars final. So I'm cheering for Dallas tonight, too. Jen from the Four Seasons says, Unfortunately, I'm not too optimistic about the Rough Rider season this year. I'm okay with being proven wrong, though. And we'll see if they're football's version of the uh, Florida Panthers, because uh, let's wind the show up with what we opened with. And that was last night's four-overtime game. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Darren was here. Um, he provides a lot, particularly in the tech and lighting firm. Did you go to school for that, Darren? <laughs> All school of hard knocks. Yeah, yes. school of hard knocks. But you got the vibe. And, you know, Allie and Tech Sarcana, you know, Allie, you'd get along a lot better with my niece and my brother because they're Stars fans because of grandpa's uh, time. I'm not anymore. <laughs> I changed teams like I changed my underwear. But with Florida now, um, they, uh, Darren's seen how they treat us. You were in a meeting the other day, and Serena was in it. That business guy said, because I didn't know the answer to it, the business guy says, how come the Panthers love your show so, your show so much? And Serena blurts out, because they're all Canadian. Rod's the only one down here talking about them. Sorry. So it's somewhat new for them. Even Bill Lindsay showed up, their color guy, and scored the greatest goal in Panthers history. He goes, it's fun to sit and talk hockey with somebody. You don't get to do that much down here. I find that very odd because our circle of friends, you've seen them, Darren. They're all hockey fans. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um you know, there are hockey fans in all these little pockets of America. You just got to find them. And they're there, and for the most part, underserved. So uh, it's good. It's good to make those connections, those relationships. And those, those Florida hockey guys, they don't have anybody to talk hockey with, especially professionally and on the air. So uh, it's fun that you guys have found each other down there. I think that's really cool. It is awesome. I love it. I've never been happier in my life. That's a fact. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says Panthers versus Knights and Rod can't lose. I'd, I'd rather see the Panthers win the Stanley Cup out of the two. There's no doubt. But if Vegas wins, I'll be happy. Uh, Jen, furthermore, says I'll be cheering for Dallas tonight. You all enjoy the long weekend. 
Allie says, but hey, I like the Panthers too. Uh, there's not a lot to not like about the Florida Panthers. I'm tell, I've been saying it for two years. Incredibly positive vibe. And I'm just so happy that they've welcomed me into the degree that they have. Because to be honest, uh, number one, Jeff the Stams fan wants to know if Moose is still going to be part of the RP show despite the fact you're living in Toronto. And as far as I can tell, you can. <laughs> I've, you, you've joined us from everywhere else. So, yes, he will be. How do you know where yeah. I am now? Yeah, it looks like you're in Dallas. But the thing is, I need to stop the viewer comments for a second and just say, I'm, people are starting to get it. And I said this earlier. I don't think you were on the air when I did. I'm through the transition of the next phase of my life. You're just entering it. Have fun, Grasshopper, answering all the questions. Because all I want to do is sit here for two hours every day in the middle of the day and talk about what happened last night and what's coming up tonight and visit with my friends. That's all I want to do. I do not want to call games anymore, and people are, they, they don't ask anymore. And it's great. You know, and people aren't afraid of me stealing their job because I'm not trying. I just want to come in and, and do my thing. And, I, you know, there was a guy, Kevin Calabro, outstanding voice of the Seattle Supersonics for years. And uh, when the Sonics moved to Oklahoma City, he had the option to go with him. But he's like, I don't really want to leave Seattle. I think I just want to stay here and do a talk show. That was in the 90s. Or that's when I first knew of him. And I'm like, hey, I get it. I get it, bro. We should all be happy in life. That's our birthright. Yeah. Moose, you have a great long weekend. And for God's sakes, be safe. Yes. And we'll see you next you week. Too. All right. Big thank have you to AJ Jack. You have a great show today. Taylor Shire for running, uh, for joining us. Clark for putting it all together. Bryn for putting it together. Wayne in BC says, Rod, you have the greatest job in the world. Finally, somebody knows. Are we hitting music? Oh, we are. Sorry, I didn't know if I was ahead of time. That's on me. We'll see you Tuesday at noon Eastern on Game Plus and here on McKee. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.